Yo, here we go guys, we have Richard Hahn today, a Rotman student and a YouTuber. We talked to him about what it's like to immigrate to Canada and the mindset that comes with it and what it's really like to be a business student, what fuels him every day uh, to keep going and most importantly, his food preferences. Let's get straight to business. When researching and like trying to prepare for this, we yeah. were binging your YouTube channel. Oh my God, thank you so much, thank you. We actually like really enjoy it. Like we were splitting up some videos each to look at and no, I, I just appreciate cause it's very like, like, mm -hmm. like we're students. We know you're not fluffing it up. You're not of making course, it of like, course. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wake up every morning at six. I do two hours of yoga and oh, go yeah, to my classes. No, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been trying to get at. You know, I don't want to like glorify the whole, you know, like university life there's like hard parts there's like easier parts but yeah we'll, we'll get into that but thank you guys thank you so on the topic of that as well uh we also saw this video like your immigrant story when it comes to how yeah 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 from korea and you were i think an aspiring uh child actor as well so what were some of the hardest things uh when it came to the process of getting into uni as a you know as an immigrant and things like that having come come from uh korea and then right. transitioning into a whole different culture what was that like of course of course yeah no uh i think one of the hardest part was that up until like grade like 10 i didn't realize like how important these like university cared about like extracurriculars or whatnot right because we have to write essays to get in we have to do like a video interview we have to like have like a good like solid extracurriculars to get into like good universities and obviously being like the first generation immigrant i wasn't aware of that until i learned like i asked like some of my uh teachers about it so i think getting like a late start on like building my extracurricular was both like a curse and like a blessing for me because i knew that i was like really behind in extracurricular so i would go for like bigger positions than other students so that i can like kind of make up for those like lost times mm -hmm. so at the end it worked out all fine but knowing like the importance of extracurriculars and obviously there's a language barrier that has to do with like whole other story but i think the biggest in terms of getting into university was like the importance of extracurriculars and how i was very ignorant in that way i mean myself uh i'm also like i'm also an immigrant i got mm -hmm. from ecuador and i was actually also immigrated when i was 12 years old so when i was oh, watching wow. the video i could that connection, relate a lot to that yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so obviously like, I feel like the mindset is very different, uh, mm -hmm. in comparison to kids that grow up here. Like course, you come in here knowing that you have a goal that you have to accomplish. Like you have to get into a university and make sure that the sacrifices that your parents make are all mm -hmm. worth it type of thing. So given that, how do you think that even from an early age, uh, that affected like your decision making that sense of responsibility that you had right we definitely do like me and jesus can like both agree on this but we have like a different mindset of studying right i think mm -hmm. like when like normal I, i'm gonna say like quote unquote normal students uh for non-immigrants they they might have like a different aspect like different ways of looking at studying but for me i looked at it more as like what's it called like a way of like survival like like i saw like my uh like my family, like financially wise, like it wasn't doing that well when we first immigrated and, and stuff. So I saw like university as like a way to like, kind of like change my life. So I had to, I knew I had to like work harder than other students because of my inability to, to speak English and um, just not knowing what to do in general. So I think 
I saw like the university as, you know, my main goal, like my main first goal of an immigrant. On this idea of, yeah, like the belief of, you know, working harder and having mm -hmm. to get, you know, do that, but that much more. Um, when you're looking at, when you're looking back at your high school experience, what do you think were some of the like big organization systems or like ways that you stayed organized to get those good marks and like, mm -hmm. you know, you were involved in a lot of extracurriculars and you threw yourself at them, mm -hmm. but extracurriculars take a lot of time out of your day. Right, so how right. did you kind of like balance everything to be able to get into these unis? Right. So I think this will kind of tie into like my time management and like what I figured, like what the best habits were like schedule is. So first, um, when I first moved, like I was 12, so I, I didn't really have like that much experience in, like studying alone because like I would always have uh, tutors because that's like a big thing in Korea. So I was like, mm -hmm. oh, like I'm left all alone. Like, what am I supposed to do now? So from then, like I, I tried like multiple ways to study. I'd like watch YouTube videos. I'm like, oh, how to like set up like a best like schedule, blah, blah, blah. But then after doing that, I realized it's not really about like copying others for what they're good at, but it's more of like building your own and like creating your own schedule and habits that works the best for you. So I think finding that path was like the turning point. And I, like in high school, uh, how I managed my time was like, um, I like to like use like a stopwatch on my like laptop to like check how like how long I studied for each time period I like I'm sitting so that I get like uh, more motivated to more motivated to study because I'll look at my time from yesterday and I'm like oh I'm gonna try to beat that today I'm gonna set a new record or, or not so I think keeping track of how long you study every day with like a stopwatch on your laptop was like a big thing in high school mm -hmm. also um just just finding like ways to cram in more productive things throughout the day. Like for example, like when I'm taking a shower or in high school, I used to work out. So like when I used to work out, I would listen to like, um, this was still when I couldn't speak English that well. So I would like record the definitions and the English words that I needed to memorize and just repeat that <clears throat> over and over into my head so that I'll memorize it when I'm like taking a shower instead of listening to music. Oh, so that that kind of helped me to like get ahead of people. Uh, other things like I would listen to podcasts like you guys are doing. So I was very like happy to be Yay. on a podcast, you know? Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, these like helpful podcasts like really like motivated me. So, so yeah, no, it was, uh, it was all about like finding ways to cram in more time to like study because I knew like I had to study harder, like maybe like twice or three times harder than like quote unquote normal students to get into universities that I wanted to. So I think it was all about that mindset and just finding my own ways to study rather than like copying from people. Wow. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of drive <laughs> i don't think a lot of people can relate to like it's just like yeah just, like, man, <laughs> yeah, just go for it yeah man honestly, that is honestly yeah that's insane good on you thank you thank you like, so much thank you with that much drive like man listening to definitions when you're working out that's like, <laughs> man, were you folding the laundry too when you did it? No, actually, like, like, I, you're I, on it. Yeah, no, I, I actually, um, I try to do it as much as I can, honestly. So that, but that was like my hardcore days. I feel like I should learn more from like 
those days rather than like me and like U of T. I feel like I'm like slacking mm. off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so with that amount of drive and like we talked about a lot of it coming from like, you know, being an immigrant mm-hmm. and having that kind of fuel behind you. Of course. You're in Rotman now, you're doing YouTube. Mm-hmm. What are some of the like big goals or your like aspirations that are kind of powering this drive? Like where I, are you going? Right. I think um there are lots of like things I want to like do in life. I think that's one of the main reasons why I chose to do business. I'm not too sure. Like everyone has like their different reasons why they go into business schools. I'm sure uh, Sebastian and uh, Jesus has their own motivation to like study business. But for me is to be able to really be able to do everything that I want to do in life. I don't think I can like specify what I want to do in life just yet. But it's more about like where I want to, where am I, where I want to be like internally rather than like externally. Like it, you, I can be like, I don't know, like I, was, I can say, oh, I want to have like an internship at Google. That's more like an external factor. But what's kind of like driving me nowadays is like more of the internal goals. I think a lot of the goals, and I like that idea of like internal goals. I think with many areas, but I feel like also in business, it's, very big that a lot of the goals are materialistic Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like i want this house i want this corner office like it's a cliche but at the same time i feel like many people measure their success by how many things they've acquired that is true but like at the same time that doesn't really fulfill you or at least you know in my opinion of course i think like that whole stigma i i strongly believe it's because like I think the movie, The Wolf of Wall Street, had to do a lot with like the whole yeah. external factors <laughs> and whatnot. It's like us as like business school students, I think like we always talk about like that movie. So yeah, there there's a whole stigma around the whole external factor, internal factor. But yeah, I think it's better to chase internal factors because when you, I believe when you chase for internal goals, the external factors will come along. So that's my yeah. take on it. That's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, even in uh, when I was th- uh, talking to people in first year and upper years, uh, many of them would tell me that at first they came in uh, looking to basically fulfill someone else's goals. Like, oh, right. I want to go into finance because I know that people around me would look at me and applaud me knowing that I accomplished that right, thing. Right. But as they progressed, they realized that they they had a passion for something else. Mm-hmm. They had a passion for marketing, had a passion for any other thing. Right. Um, but it's like they found that self-fulfillment mm-hmm. in something else besides just yeah. whatever it is that they were thinking about in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people have that tendency in business. Like I, I can't speak for other fields or programs, but I feel like because a lot of people can enter it with like, oh, it's business. <laughs> you know, I can do a lot. And like, as you said, they'll get on some path, which like depending, you know, mm-hmm. on what you're around and what environment and what school it's like oh i want to go into accounting because everyone who's you know smart at my school everyone who i know is going there or oh i want to work at a consulting firm or investment banking Mm -hmm. or something and then they kind of look at it and realize well wait a minute i actually don't like this Mm. like it's it's kind of like you set that just so you have something to work at right right i think it's pretty common in business to do that just because and in one sense, it's nice because you can use it for anything. I feel right. like if you take a history degree or, like, God, this sounds like slander. 
I'm sorry to any <laughs> history majors out here, but um, no, if you take like a more specialized degree, mm-hmm. it, w- to transition that is a little bit harder, but like yeah. business, you can more or less swap out and swap into other things as you you know desire. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Given the fact that you're more versatile in the fact that uh, you have a YouTube channel and you're very musically talented, mm-hmm. what are some tips for like extracurriculars and like social aspects uh, and also like kind of like the vocational job and career path, for example. What do you think about that? Right. Uh, I think in those ways, I think finding what you really, for extracurriculars, it's a little different from your school because you can really like, you can do anything for your extracurriculars. I think it's like your way of like expressing yourself in different ways rather than just your like faculty or whatever you're studying. So for me, I didn't know, like, I really like to like vlog or just talk to people online before I picked up my camera in my first year. So really like try to do things that are kind of out of your comfort zone, because some of the things that you haven't done might be something you really love to do, but you just haven't tried it. So first would be just to try out different things. Maybe it's cooking or going hiking, just taking a picture or something. So I recently watched the movie Soul. It's like a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it was a great. Movie. Is it good? It, it was actually really good. For me, I really like those kind of Disney movies because, like, it talks about like life. And in that, if if any of your if any of the viewers watch this, like, they talk about like sparks in life and like purpose in life. So, I actually watched this yesterday. So I have a pretty fresh in it's fresh in your mind. <laughs> fresh, fresh memory. So. Yeah, just try to look for that spark in life that really like connects you to like your happiness. Because in the movie, uh, there's a difference between your purpose and like your spark. So I think extracurriculars have have to do more with like what you really like like to do or what it's like a different way of like showcasing yourself. So yeah, try different things, and once you find that like spark, really pursue it because you you have no idea where that can take you like i have no idea like last year when i started filming youtube videos i'll be on this podcast right so it can lead to like great opportunities or great so, people like Hazel he's and made us sebastian yeah of course <laughs> so yeah no definitely definitely pursue what you want to do if you find a spark yeah wow that kind of Hits a heart string, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> he just got me. He just got me. Yes, damn. Got me here. Got me right in the heart. <laughs> I don't know how to come up with something like as well thought out or well phrased as that. <laughs> like on this topic. I was, damn, I was gonna ask on that, like if we're talking about YouTube, a bit, you know, more layman, not as uh, philosophical. philosophical or purpose. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. But off an actual like logistics thing how do you record your youtube videos because like we said you put one out today yeah so what's your schedule for getting these out? okay okay yeah actually i actually got this like question a lot so making youtube videos is actually a lot more time than it like looks to be i feel like people just think like oh like if the video is like eight minutes ten minutes the guy just sits there for ten minutes just talking straight to camera and then just uploads it to youtube but honestly, for like my like eight minute videos, I actually record for about like 30 minutes because like I would like ramble over my words and I like re- rephrase it, just try to find like the best way to like phrase my sentences. So throughout my throughout my uh, week, I say like I just have like, yeah, as I have a schedule, I, have, I record my video on Monday 
and then I edit it throughout the week and then post it on Saturday. That's kind of like my ideal setup. So uh, obviously keeping up with both school and like YouTube and I have like, you know, extracurriculars at U of T, it's hard. But if you, once you get that like setup going, it feels more like a routine now. So mm -hmm. uh, in terms of just like, I have my camera like right here. Like I just like pick up my camera. Hey. Just think about like on, like over in the weekends. I just think about oh what what should I like record today? If I'm like recording a vlog, I wake up earlier, just get ready, go on with my camera. But yeah, it's uh it becomes your routine as as once you figure out like what and when you have to record. So yeah, that's. Mm. I mean that's a good. That, I'm I'm gonna take notes on that because I'm trying to get like a little covers page uh, from the ground of uh, I'll see if I can <laughs> if it yeah. can take off or not but uh, I'll I'll keep that in mind too <laughs> I was gonna say we like we recognized that and we started figuring it out like with uh trying to like you know do podcast stuff and whatever mm -hmm. like it's a 30 minute episode right how, how bad could fine. it be come on yeah it's fine <laughs> but like <laughs> it's <laughs> it's tough isn't it it's tough it takes some work yeah, it's tough. yeah. no congrats oh, oh if we're talking on this thank you Thank you. If we're talking on this, though, we do have to clarify because yeah. we can say like the, yeah, we do podcast stuff. But like, uh, unlike you, like me you and Jesus, there's a us. whole team of people behind this. Oh, really? Like, yeah. There's wow. eight people on top of us who are like helping with this. Like we can say we're the ones we're just the talking heads. Wow. So yeah, like if we say something and like, yeah, it's, it's hard to edit. We're talking like <laughs> theoretically because we have Jonathan. Yeah, we have, like, Jonathan is our editor. He does like our man. Shout out to Jonathan. He's, shout shout yeah, out Jonathan. <laughs> shout out. I know everybody. you're gonna be listening to this and yeah, everybody you, for you that matter. To. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's listening to it because otherwise he's not editing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah man. No. Like, like that's that's great. That I have to clarify. Cool. Yeah, that's great. It's like yeah, no, I didn't know you guys like a whole team set of for the podcast but yeah no wonder why you guys have like such professional setup and whatnot don't make us blush now yeah well i guess because you know now that that's out of the way the cat's out of the hat mm -hmm. no the cat's out of the bag jesus Back. <laughs> the, bag, <yes. laughs> the cat's out of the hat um so like you know how long does it take you if you edit throughout the week? How long does an average video take you to edit? Okay. Like with schoolwork and everything. So at first, when I started making YouTube videos, I did not think anyone would watch it. So I didn't take like that much time into those videos. But those still took around like 10 hours a week to like like edit, just to like edit and like record. So like the whole process would take about like 10 to 12 hours. Like... Uh, and Dog. the quality may not Jesus, look like bro. That. the quality may not look like that, but I think as like the time, I think it's about a, it's been about a year since I started doing YouTube, and uh, I think I got used to like I learned how to like edit and whatnot, but it still takes me around like that amount of time because I tried my best to like you know increase the quality so that I can please my viewers and they can like see my uh, videos getting better progressing They're progressing yeah. yes yes so i actually cringe uh, when i watch like my older videos because like i'm like mm, that editing skills like because I, I used to edit on <laughs> window uh what's it called uh movie maker windows movie maker now i now obviously oh. yeah so it was, movie it, maker yeah, was I, I rough 
It's, it's rough. It's rough. So <laughs> I moved on to uh, Adobe Premiere or uh, DaVinci Resolve 16. Resolve. So it's, it's, Let's go. It's it's a better it's a better editing software and with a better camera now. So it's definitely getting better. I would mm-hmm. like to say so. Yeah, it was a whole process, but it takes around ten to twelve hours to edit my videos. When it comes to uh, your channel, we noticed like literally like a few hours ago that you're now with your growth, you've landed like some sort of a sponsorship with like uh, this yeah. specific. Uh, so, uh, for any sort of content aspiring content creator that is looking to you know kind of make their channel grow, what yeah. tips would you give them? Uh, I think it honestly it has to do a lot with like luck I think like for example like with this sponsor like they were looking for creators who catered towards more like the university students and obviously they found me which I'm very very like thankful about but two aspiring youtubers or any content creators I think do like start youtube channel or do like uh, any kind of like creation on social media if you really like the process, because I think up until like my 10th video on YouTube, which by then I spent around 100 to 120 hours already on YouTube, that's when it really kind of like started like growing. But if a person has like the wrong goal in mind, if like, I think a lot of people goes into this business thinking like, oh, I'm gonna like make one banger video and that's gonna take me up and I'm gonna become the next David Dobrik, right? I think that's a lot, that's a lot of, (laughs) that's what a lot of people like to think, but it's, it's really hard to like really get in and like build your own like channel. So I think have the patience and have the right goal in your mind. Like if you really like the process of making videos you'll get to your growth eventually. But if you're going in with a mind thinking, oh, I'm going to make two, three videos. And if it doesn't pop off, I'm just out of here. That, I don't think you should like, quote unquote, waste time making videos that way. And yeah, really pursue those dreams if you have a genuine passion towards you know, interacting with people or making videos or whatnot. So I think you guys can agree with the podcast. Like if you guys didn't really yeah. like, like the process of it, you guys would have stopped like a long time ago. But now, like, since you guys like really like it, like you guys, I can tell that you guys really love the process. So, yeah. 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 Like you said earlier, it's more or less routine now. And, <laughs> you know, it just becomes part of your daily life. Like, man, I've talked to Jesus so much like like, despite COVID we've seen each other so much like on a camera (laughs) like picking up on each other's mannerisms and stuff it's like getting scary sometimes but yeah (laughs) man I think it was what two days ago or something I'm on call with Jesus until like 12 30 in the morning I go all right uh, you know I'm gonna head to bed I'll see you I look at the time Oh, I'll see you in eight hours because <laughs> we had another call. We had another call in the morning. Yeah. Wow, that's that's some romance there, eh? Like you guys have like yeah. great chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> at this point, I think we need to just mass record episodes and don't talk to don't each talk. other for three months, <laughs> just, just so we can like reset. <laughs> we can be ourselves again. Have like a yeah. vacation of it. Just have vacations. But yeah, but you We're guys just... have such great romance. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Making us that. blush again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one thing that I noticed uh, when we were researching you is like, as we said, we like the very genuine aspect of like that you portray. You, I think you posted a video of the, the studying for 10 hours right before my midterm. Yeah. yeah. And it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And you showed like you showed even the times you're like, okay, my brain is fried. Like, mm-hmm. I need to take a break. Yeah, it's not like you're like the, there's like YouTubers uh, uh, that try to embody this like false image that they grind for ten hours right. straight, no, like no, no water, no nothing. No. But obviously, you show like the genuine aspect, and we appreciate that. Of course, that's what. Of course, yeah. no, I think it's uh, yeah, no, I think you know with whole social media and everything, you know how that that likes to, that affects people's what's it called uh self image what should i say are uh, their self-confidence confidence, yeah, yeah, yeah. self-confidence yes i think with like instagram or whatnot like they only, we only post like the best picture or like best version of ourselves so i think it was important to like let viewers know that like just because i'm like we are at like certain universities where i do youtube doesn't mean i'm like superhuman strengths who can like just focus for like 10 hours straight no i don't think that's I don't want to like deviate people from thinking like, uh, I mean, I don't want to give people the wrong ideas. So, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, it's that. like, um, I remember this quote, I think it was like from church or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said like, sometimes we like compare each, someone else's highlight reel to our back mm-hmm. the, uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like that. Yeah. So it's something to look <clears> at and kind of consider <throat> as well. Obviously, um, now that you're in second year and you've mm-hmm. experienced, I guess, half of it in person and now in covid and you've mm-hmm. had this uh, youtube channel uh take off what we're looking back at all of those experiences that you've had maybe what are some things that you would have done differently if you maybe walk one day woke up and could relive it all over again yeah um i think i would have mm, been less harsh on myself my first year i think one of the main thing was because uh, I don't know about you guys, but coming from Manitoba to Ontario, Toronto was like another like transition. Like it felt like I was back in like, like I was back in like grade seven, eight when I first came to like Canada. And um, mm-hmm. it, it was like, it was a big transition and just meeting new friends and just building up my whole quote unquote reputation, should I say, just my whole friend group again, that was a big part, but also the study itself at U of T was a little tough for me. So I studied hard and tried to like have like a YouTube channel. And I also put a lot on my plate in terms of like extracurriculars as well. So I, I don't think I had like that much of like a fun time in first year, rather I had a productive first year. So if I can go back knowing that COVID will hit in second year, I'll probably like go out with my <laughs> friends a little bit more. Yeah. Or just, you know, have a little bit more fun rather than just like try rather than like having my entire focus on being productive. I think that's what I would do. Would have hugged the homies a little tighter. If of course. Would have course. Happened, Amen. You know? Got to shout out to my homies. <laughs> That's my homies. No, like some of the, the people I met uh, at U of T are like the most like genuine and like smartest, nice people. So shout out to my, all my peers at U of T. Hey, shout out the gang. <laughs> <laughs> on that, on having fun around campus, especially for U of T, um, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a farm boy. I'm not from Toronto. <laughs> I'm not from the the big city. But I see. I see. Uh, going down there, like on the topic of having fun, what are your like? Give me your top restaurants. What what place are you going if you're off campus and you're okay. or you're on campus and you're looking for something good? Okay, okay, okay. Now now we're talking. Now we're talking. Let's go. Okay, now, now we're talking. <laughs> so 
Uh, I might be a little biased in this, but being the Korean that I am, there is a huge difference between North American chicken, like fried chickens and Korean chickens. So there are like places in around the campus. Um, should I name the names or like, what do you, what, what should I do? Yeah, if you, you want. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe they'll give me like a promotional coupon for this, but, yeah. um, called my, my chicken around the campus and it makes like the best Korean chicken. Like really it's, if you guys haven't tried Korean, Korean fried chicken, it's it's another it's on a different level than like Popeyes or KFC. Like they make like mm -hmm. some quality fried chicken. So they have like yeah. flavors from like really spicy to like onion chickens or like cheese like chicken. So uh, that's definitely my go-to place. Yo, how do you spell that? Hold on, just a second. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's about it's to reach tomorrow. <laughs> it's literally like yeah m y m y chicken i'm i'm pretty sure this is like a franchise so it might be like somewhere in like other than Say like no more. toronto so yeah it's uh it's literally mm. called m y m y my my chicken but yeah shout out to them we might have to go for uh research purposes of course yeah and if you use here, code richard you get 10 percent <laughs> off yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's your big hot take what's what's some hot take you have on food like things that people don't really agree with or don't eat oh, that okay. often i'll eat like um you know how you get like the garlic sauces from like all the pizza places and whatever yeah. when i'm at home and like i don't have those or like i didn't order them what i've just gotten used to doing is i'll eat caesar dressing on pizza <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know about that one <laughs> Okay, bro, it's nah, good. Nah. Trust me. Trust nah, me. Nah, you're just weird. People <laughs> listening, try it. Try it. Trust me. It's not that bad. I think it started because it's just varying levels of down bad. Like, mm -hmm. I'll buy it with creamy garlic sauce, right? And then, oh, I don't have any more. So I got in the habit of using ranch. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And then our ranch ran out. So it just like, <laughs> it went to the next level. I'm like, Caesar. Next, I'm just going to start doing like yogurt or something. <laughs> Oh man. Oh, that sounds like gonna be I know that like some people that I know like eats pizza with ketchup. Like as like a condiment, Ooh. but I'm not a big fan of that. Or like mac and cheese and ketchup. I'm not a big fan of we that. Were, oh man. We were like, just about, we were just to, ask about that. to ask that. Really? Okay, yeah. yeah. Mac and cheese and ketchup. No, no, no. I'm I'm not a I'm not a big mm. not a not a fan. Not a fan. Um I tried the first time I ever tried mac and cheese, I was like fresh off a boat and I made it I made craft dinner mac and cheese course, with yeah. almond milk. And oh, it was the most oh. disgusting <laughs> thing I've ever tried in my life. So I will never eat mac and cheese again. Every time wow. I look at it, it just brings back those memories. So never <laughs> That's again. Brutal. Richard, like thank you for coming in today. We're like really appreciate We really appreciate like coming in and uh before we finish up, obviously uh would you like to maybe plug your YouTube channel for those of us listening yeah. or anything else that you're working on right now? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Um, yeah, no, thank you guys for, first of all, like having me. It was a blessing to be here. It was, I had such a fun time being here. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel called Richard Han. It's just my name. Uh, my, the way to spell my last name is like Han Solo. It's like H-A-N, so <laughs> Richard Han. So that's like my main like platform. So nothing else to plug, just my YouTube channel. You heard the man. Subscribe to his YouTube <laughs> channel. Yeah, yeah, for everyone who's listening, um, Richard was actually paid to say that he enjoyed being here today. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we put I it in the script. Just kidding.